And welcome to Saturdays with the Sloth with the Hyper Sloth Gods of Rock Zigzag and Rufus, the only guys in the universe smarter than me. Put your listening ears on because this experimental sloth cast is about to blow your feeble fucking minds. <laughs> welcome to the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour. I'm Zigzag. I'm Rufus. I just want to say hello, hello to all the listeners. If you want to get a jump on the lines real quick, why don't you give us a call at 646-668-8826. That's 646-668-8826. Do it. It's got lots of eights and lots of sixes. You do it now. Call us on the phone. Do it. Do it because Arnold is here just to talk especially to you about having sex with your nanny. The hypersoft is genius. You call him and talk to them now. Do it. <laughs> nice. Get to the nice phone. Get get to the phone now. You know he made like the ultimate boo boo by uh, knocking up his nanny. That was that was kind of the end of it for old uh, Arnold. And I like Arnold. I mean, there's a lot to like about Arnold. Oh really. yeah. Well, he's got like seven movies in the works right now. Does he really? Yeah, and one of them's a new Terminator movie. Oh my god! They really had to go back and visit the Terminator franchise, did they? Yeah, but they're bringing back like uh, even the the chick from it. What's what's her face? The badass girl from the originals. Oh, what's she like in a wheelchair now? But it's a robotic wheelchair. It's, it's strong. <laughs> she she went from milf to gilf she's for, a, for this franchise. She's a cyborg. She's a, a maybe kill. they'll make her go back in time and she'll be a teen. You would probably like that. Ooh. That'll end up on Pornhub within You know what's weeks. funny is uh, for like the 18 millionth time in a row, I got one of those emails telling me that they had some video of me jacking off and they were going to send it to all of my contacts. Yeah, I get those all the time too. And I'm like, you know, that would really be a shame if this was real because I'm just going to have to go ahead and ignore it. Then I thought to myself, <laughs> wonder what I would look like jacking off to uh, some porn, you know, supposedly they had this video of me. I thought, hey, maybe people that I know would dig it. They'd be like, yeah, all right, way to go, double Z, looking good. I, I did respond. I, I responded to one of those emails once, and I was like, I'd, I'd get turned on watching myself do that. Can you send it to me? 
<laughs> and, you know what's funny is I thought about responding too because it was like, respond if you need 48 hours to come up with the money. Like, you know, first of all, you want me to pay in Bitcoin, so I can already tell you yeah. I'm just going to have to take my chances of getting myself out there jacking off because I have no idea how to deal with Bitcoin, and I'm definitely not going to the trouble. Yeah, Bitcoin's, like, ridiculously expensive. It's like $1 will... Or it takes like five thousand American dollars to buy yeah. one Bitcoin or something. Like no right. thing. Fifty three hundred bucks. So this email said is fifty three hundred dollars for one Bitcoin and I need to buy like point zero zero two seven eight or something bitcoins. I'm like, Yeah, that's too much math. Just get get that video of me jacking off out there one time. I'm good. You know what I mean? You can't really it's no fun once you release that the second time. There's no it's not like a a series, you know what I mean? It's like, oh yeah, that's oh, I've seen that. That's Double Z jacking it. Oh yeah, there's his O face. And you know, sure, there's five or six fucking serious jackathons on that tape, but uh, it's just not worth waiting. And it's just I just uh, want most people to uh, to just fast forward to the cum shot of my jackathon, like I <laughs> was pornos. I don't know. For me, you can't really fast forward because if you even try, you just missed it. <laughs> and so the one second videotape yeah, of you, yeah. it's like, people are like, what was that? Oh, <laughs> I guess that was supposed to be Rufus jacking off to porno. And of course it says teen porn, right? It says, you're jacking, I, we've got this awesome video of you jacking off to de- teen porn. You're a filthy, disgusting human being. And I'm like, how did they know? How did they know? <laughs> It does catch you off guard a little bit, you know? Because you're like, wow, hmm. Now, if I would have said, we saw you jacking off to midget stump humpers, I would have been really fucking scared. Yeah. Be, well, how did they know? Because that's specific. Right. Only, pretty general. But midget really, stump humpers? only Google knows what, what you watch. Yeah, and that's okay. Because yeah. they are they can be trusted. Google and Facebook, hey, you know, what's the big deal? Privacy schmivacy. I mean, there is no privacy. You can't go... Go to the store and get privacy. I mean, can you? I mean, you, do you expect privacy? Do P, I don't. I don't understand these people who are committing murders and like, oh my god, you know, I didn't know they would have a fucking videotape in the Seven Eleven of me buying some tape and a shovel, you know, at two o'clock in the morning the night that Rufus went missing. You can't even like these days. If you wanted to get privacy and be one of these people that lived off the grid, you can't do it because you can. You can't z- live. You can't. What you can live, but you can still zoom in anywhere on planet Earth in Google Maps. So they'll find you. Somebody we zoom in into the Rocky Mountains and be like, "Hey, look, there's a fucking cabin. Let's go take a picture <laughs> of that guy. Let's go visit. Yeah, let's go see if that guy's been paying his taxes. He must be a hipster. He's out there chopping wood and living with a oh my mustache. God. Look at that beard. I think it's Rip Van Winkle, but he's only eighteen. You're locked up there. I see your face, but it's frozen in time. And I hear nothing. I don't know. Oh, there you go. Hold the cam. What? Now now that I took the wrapper off of my can of deviled meat, it looks like fucking rations. It does look like rations. I thought the same thing. It looks like something Which makes eat. it even less appetizing than before it had the fancy wrapper on it. Have you had the corned beef before? I have not. That will be my first uh, imbibing of the corned beef. I'm really looking forward to it. You know what? I got. I'm going to make one assumption about. You know what? A prediction almost. I'm going to say sure. it's salty. You think? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Really? 
No, it, it might I, have a, a delicate flavor to it that is comparable to that of good duck. Here's the one thing that I've noticed about all of the canned meats and canned fishes that we've eaten. They're all salty. You know, my kid was really... Uh, so Somebody at, at, at lunch during school, they had the the uh, double-blasted flavor goldfish that apparently right. have, like, super cheddar all over them. Oh, yeah, I've had them. I've had those. And he, you know, lost his mind and was like, we got to get them. So we got them, and I had them for the first time today. And it seems like the the only thing that they're blasted with is salt. I, I didn't taste any more cheese. I just tasted salt. Well, I mean, think about it, though. Cheese is, what, 99% salt? Especially cheddar, I would think. Or which flavor did you get? Did you get an extravagant flavor, like pizza-flavored fish? Or They've got them all. They've got the whole gamut out there. Are you serious? I thought it was just cheddar, because I love the pizza flavor. Oh, no, dude. There's a whole wall of goldfish to eat. Okay, I would take a double-blasted pizza-flavored goldfish any day. Oh, yeah, they got pizza-flavored. They have, you know, they've, just so you know, they've actually branched out of the, uh, the salty flavors, and they have sweet flavors, too. They have chocolate goldfish, and they have... What? Yeah, graham cracker goldfish. Ooh, that sounds pretty good. They've just gone all over the place. I mean, anything that you can pack into a fucking goldfish goldfish shape, they're making it in a goldfish cracker right now. The matzah. There's the matzah ones. There's also communion wafer. I mean, these are really big things around the holidays. Well, this should make fish-flavored goldfish. Ooh. Nobody would want those. Well, like sardine flavored or uh, oyster. <laughs> what if there was actually goldfish flavored? <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. I wonder what that would taste like. Just like a dirty water, probably. Just some fucking dishwater. Yeah. Tastes like dirty dishwater in a cat's paw from your cat always <laughs> trying to get the goldfish. <laughs> get the fish? Yeah. Making a nice stew. All you need is a potato and you've got a nice stew. Mm. And a rib bone, probably. Maybe a rib bone would help. Ribbon goes a long way for seizing a stew, that's for sure. So, you uh, you got totally hyped out on the big storms down there in Jasper, I guess. Fucking ripped off is what I got. I mean, I like you a good... You I'll, get some fucking... You get a bunch of shit together, like blankets and... Uh, we were prepared. I mean, they even did... They even did the uh, that radio thing where they go, meh. Oh, no. Yeah, and it wasn't a test. There were, like, tornadoes coming, inbound hail, and all this stuff. And we were pulling out of the the driveway to go to Walmart. To, use <laughs> to the, get stuff to be prepared? Well, no, just to refill the uh, the propane tanks in case power went out and we had to grill right. or something. And <laughs> we went to the propane deal, and I put my credit card... The whole thing was fucking broken. I'll just put it that way. It's it's got like a little computer system in it, right. which is problem problem number one with almost everything these days. And I put the credit card in, and it said uh, select OK if you want to exchange. I was like OK, and I hit OK, nothing, and I hit it, nothing. So I fisted it, and finally something happened, and it froze. But none of the doors open. These things have doors, and they open, and you right. put it in your empty tank, and you get a new one. Nothing happened, and then the entire thing rebooted. And there was like this progress bar, and then another one, then another one, then another one. And then nothing happened, so we were standing there in the rain, we got no propane. So we are thinking, holy shit, we're going to fucking die, we're going to have to right. look like animals no during this that's thing. the first thing they tell you to get. But this was, this was like at noon, and the mayhem was supposed to have started like last night. And there's been no mayhem, so we're like, well, it's, God is just, he's concentrating it. He's going to unleash all this fucking shit in like an hour and kill everyone. 
And we ended up going to a restaurant and having some burgers. And then we came home and it literally, it rained. I mean, it rained for an hour. It stormed maybe for 15 minutes and then nothing. I feel disappointed and I just don't trust the weather apps or websites no, anymore. You can't they even trust the weather guy. Same kind of thing happens here all winter long, dude. I see it, air, this fucking winter was the worst. They'll be like, uh, big, huge, going to get two feet of fucking snow. So, I, I don't know. I think they're in cahoots with Walmart. Because all of a sudden, Ooh. everyone's at Walmart fucking selling out of bread, right? They're like, oh, everybody, everything's gone at Walmart. Oh, no. The world must really be ending. And then it snowed like an inch. And that happened like six times this year. And I'm like, well, they're, they're, I mean, it is some kind of fucking deal. I mean, they get you all worked up. And I think it's just... So the weather people actually have a job because yeah. I'm not really sure how important that job is anymore. You know, it makes me wonder with the websites like weather.com and the apps, if maybe it's, it's almost equivalent to like a clickbait title where they're like, if we put out something serious, we're going to get all a lot right. of views on the website and oh, a lot of ad wow. revenue. You know what? You're probably right. You're what probably is, fucking right. What do we got there? Snickers? No, I can't eat Snickers, dude, till I get my tooth fixed. It's a Milky Way. It is a Milky Way. Ah, I know it. Peanutless. Peanutless until I get my tooth fixed. Nothing, Monday. Nothing crunchy at all, huh? No, I've been eating a lot of crap, but then I know, like a day later, I'm like, oh, man, that tooth hurts. I wonder why. Oh, let's see. I ate a whole bag of fucking peanut M&M's yesterday. Are Maybe you, that's why. Are you nervous about the, uh, the tooth? Situation. I got to admit, Rufus, I am nervous. I am nervous. And I don't know why. I guess it's more like fear of the unknown than anything. Yeah. But yeah, I'm nervous. I'm trying not to talk myself out of it because the other day I saw my wife. I'm like, you know, it really doesn't even hurt anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's her mind. <laughs> and it doesn't, right? But, I mean, I have to remember that excruciating pain uh-huh. when it did. And, and even secretly yesterday I was thinking to myself, God, you know what? Sunday night this thing just needs to fucking start hurting so fucking bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, get it out! Get it out of me! Because that's what my buddy was telling me, that he, he had a tooth pulled, and he was like, man, at the end, I'm just like, it hurts so bad, I was like, get it out. I don't, you don't have to give me a fucking shot. Just get it the fucking out of my face. My mom worked with a lady uh, back in the 80s or 90s, whatever, I was a kid. But she worked with a lady in her office. And Please no horror stories. This lady has two horror stories. One of them was oh, she was getting root canal, and uh-huh. and she was like fully under. I guess they were doing right. more stuff, but then they didn't give her enough. And she woke up like in the middle of it and could feel everything where they're like gutting her fucking tooth. She said, and was, did she say something to them so that they knew that she could feel it, or did she just suffered through it? Oh no, it was a shit show. They had to stop everything, and she was in complete agony. And then they gave her more stuff. And okay. at another time, she was, I don't remember what she was doing, but she had a power drill and she was drilling something into a wall, hanging a picture or whatever. And her long hair got caught in the drill and, and it scalped, <laughs> it like, it literally scalped her and like ripped out part of her scalp. Oh my God. This lady had Munchausen by proxy, I think. She was causing herself <laughs> some people at the office to be like, oh, poor old what's her face. My, my wife is working with a lady right now. She's not even that old. She's like, 27 or 28 she's single of course after you hear the story but all she does is complain about how much she fucking aches 
What? She's like, always oh, in pain. She's like, oh, my shoulder hurts. Oh, my back hurts. Oh, this and that. My, my, my wife's like, God, if you didn't know this chick, you'd think she was a thousand fucking years old. And of course, she has fibromyalgia. Right. Okay. Now, whether fibromyalgia is a real disease or not, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Because it's one of those diseases they can't really prove if you have it or not. Right. Right. So, I mean, easily this lady could be like, oh, I can't do that because I have fibromyalgia. But, I mean, what do you say to that? She got fired from her last job, so that must tell you something about her. I mean, surely if they if they can't prove the cause of something, they can hook up some electrodes and, and at least see if certain nerves are your firing pain. versus it's just in your head, right? Right. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Apparently not. I mean, can you can get disability for fibromyalgia or not? I've got no idea. If, if you can, I, I'm going to come is, down with it next week. Right. I'd say my thought is if the government is giving you money for it, they're going to find out a way to fucking test for it. Just so, Or they probably might just say no. Nope, that's not legitimate. I mean, yeah. I know my fucking insurance company would probably say no Shit. if I wanted to be tested for it or something. That's what insurance companies always say. And pretty much nowadays, I mean, you know what? Not now that there's Obamacare. It's not like that because Obamacare forced insurance companies to, like, take fucking patients seriously so i know every time one of these fucking idiots is like oh i didn't get to keep my doctor you know what i mean obamacare sucks even though it's <laughs> like uh make sure that you they pay for uh you know screenings and what like that for free but it sucks because i didn't get to keep my doctor i'm like man you had no idea what fucking insurance was like before obamacare right. because it literally paid for nothing i mean it was like it was like having catastrophe insurance on your on your body Right. You know what I mean? And then they have like a lifetime maximum. They're like, well, you know, the most we'd ever have to pay out is like 200 grand. That's how much your life is worth to our fucking actuary here. They spend more keeping killers alive in prison than yeah, the average do. person. Yeah, you're actually right. They did for four years. I mean, what did it say? It's $52,000, right? To keep a prisoner in jail for a year. Oh, yeah. And a shitty prison, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, they're probably eating potted meat. I would guess. They have that commissary. They get the potted meat and the ramen noodles. <laughs> they do. I mean, what more do you, can you get in life? What more do you I get? mean, I guess by eating that stuff alone, your life expectancy should go down 20 years. But then when you don't have any fucking stress in your life, because, I mean, you just basically have to, you know, watch Oprah or Dr. Phil all day and eat potted meat and ramen. There's no stress there. So what happens to a prisoner who's living on the tax dollars dime? eating nothing but potted meat and ramen noodles, and then because of that diet, he becomes ill, and yet he's, he will be taken care of. So now he's getting free he health care. Damn, being Which a prisoner is, is where it's You at. know what, dude? He probably starts a fucking lawsuit against the prison for allowing him to overeat potted meats and uh, ramen for every meal. You know what I mean? Well, their well, argument will be, we give you a bologna sandwich. You don't have to eat the potted meat. I wonder, Rufus, if you don't sign some kind of fucking agreement relieving the prison of all liability if something happens to you as just part of your normal fucking paperwork. You know what I mean? Like, it's just something, they're like, oh, you sign this, sign here, sign this, yeah. sign here, uh, initial this. And it's just like I, uh, I completely absolve any fucking responsibility for my life, whatever happens to me in this prison cell. Well, if I ran a prison, you're damn what would right. it be like? Not me. I would run a fucking class. I'd run a prison that people wanted to come back to. 
<laughs> you you want to repeat my offenders. prison by name. Wait a minute. They're already doing that, aren't they? You want, them. you want a prison that's rated well on TripAdvisor. <laughs> right. I want people to look at my prison and see it has a Michelin star. Oh, my God. Your prison should be on Airbnb. <laughs> you know what? My prison would have a, a Michelin star just in the commissary. Forget the fucking food that you get served. I'm talking straight up commissary. Oh, that's foods. off the charts. And the actual uh, food you get served, that's ridiculous. That's big time. Nothing is more tasty than watching those guys on 60 Days In mix up some weird fucking concoction uh-huh. on top of their bed, right? And like put it in a uh, tortilla and fucking eat it like they're having a gourmet meal. Sometimes the shit looks pretty good. I well, I wonder if like, a guy was like, what do you want for your last meal? And they're like, he's like, uh, I want ramen mixed with refried beans yeah. and uh, some spaghettios, and all put into a fucking paste that I can put into a uh, a burrito wrapper. I guess they would call that a tortilla in prison. Sorry about that, folks. And and he would request that it was made by a specific prisoner oh, who, who does the best one. He's like right, that guy makes the best spaghettios burrito. Because on sixty days ends, I was watching the you know they were making like the, whatever their. Uh, homemade drugs are you know what i mean like they mix up like i don't i'm not even sure what the fuck they mixed up but this was in the ladies prison and they were like "Ooh, caitlin makes the best smash we'll all get so fucking twisted out of our minds it'll be so awesome she's like the you know the jailhouse cook for some kind of weird fucking drug that they make yeah yeah, yeah. they pretend to take those uh psychedelic pills or not psychedelic but like uh you know the mental pills and they yeah, right. they Put them under their tongue and spit them out in a cup and then sell them or smash them up. I, you know what is crazy is when you watch that, you're like, okay, so the jail knows that that's fucking going on. Oh, yeah. Right? They just oh, don't yeah. give a fuck. Right. I mean, they ought to, like, honestly, if these people, do you think they even need to be on pills or you think they just put them on pills to make them more docile? If I, I'll, I'll tell you what, if I were a, a guard in a prison... I mean, things can go haywire pretty fast. I'd be like, I don't care if these motherfuckers are high. I'm going to turn the other cheek just so they can be mellowed out, and that's right, fine. That's what I know? mean. They're like, hey, take as many as you want. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they probably have a doctor just... I think the question is, if you're in prison, maybe you just want to be on a bunch of that fucking shit. So you're just like, yeah, whatever. Could be your thing. The problem is coming off that shit and then hitting the streets. Right? Where I mean, where do you find those kind of fucking drugs on the streets? I mean, I guess they're probably out there. I mean, I'm not sure what they're on, but I, someone who's like, I need fucking 16 Percocets a day while I'm in prison. I wonder if, I wonder if the prisons play the same rate as like old people do for their prescription drugs, or do you think the prisons actually get a deal? Look at you, dude! All sides of lightning, lighting there. I'm opening up the blinds because it's getting too dark in here. But that light, you're right; it's it's too blinding. It was blinding. I have a migraine now. Thank you, Rufus. Well, that's your tooth. <laughs> Some days I wonder. Some days I wonder. No, yeah, I would assume that the prisons get a good. It's probably like a contract deal because they're privately owned prisons, which is insane. So they're just like right. prison corp. A is has a deal with Pfizer, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, we'll buy it in bulk." Yeah, and we'll give everybody the same stuff, sort of like fluoride. Just give us whatever you got extra of, and we'll make sure that we use it up somehow. Right. Long as they're on something, they're happy. Doesn't even matter what it is. It could be like fucking antibiotics for dogs, and they're like, ah, "I got a pill today. I'm so happy." Well, is that kind of true for all of us? 
Slugs were on something. Just the smart ones of us. Some of the some of the other people are just on spiritual shit, and that just is that just doesn't work. It just doesn't get you juiced up enough. Well, people who are on spiritual shit or just like no shit at all, I don't really get people who just like are total straight edge. And even even if they're not like militant about it, like no, I ain't gonna fucking. But like people who were like, you know, it never crossed my mind. Uh, and like, then your mind is not worth being crossed. I mean, you, you need to. <laughs> that simple. You You're need that to fucking. Right. Now, I'm surprised growing up in Marble Falls, you weren't like some straight edger with an X on your hand or something. Well, I wasn't a straight edge. Dude, I didn't have an alcoholic beverage till I was 21 and well in Marble Falls. It never crossed my mind. I was. It, that explains literally, a lot. It never so crossed. you're making up for lost time. Yeah. If you're like me, when you started when you were 15, you could have given it up by now. Yeah, that's true. I got 50 more years to go. You do. You'll be pickled from the inside. They'll be calling you Mr. Pickles. Every time somebody asks me for my uh, ID when I buy beer, they're like, wow, you don't look that old. I'm like, well, alcohol is a preservative. <laughs> right. I'm, this is as close to as formaldehyde as you can get yes. and still walk. Now, hey, I want to know how, this time I'm going to tell how prepared you were for this storm. Mm-hmm. How many cases of beer did you buy? We always have enough. I'll just say that. Yeah, but you see, you don't know that. Because what if you would have, what if this tornado would have come through, worst case scenario, knocks out the fucking Walmart. Dude, knock, Walmart's gone. Walmart's gone. And okay. the whole beer aisle somehow got sucked up. So there's like water and everything is thrown around, but there's no beer. Right? So how long before you smash your wife on the head with a shovel and just make sure that you have enough beer to last you till Walmart is back online? Well, no, I, I can't do that because I want her to go out into the wilds and get it. Oh, and forage for beer? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, if she comes back empty-handed, now it's shovel time. <laughs> shovel time. It's like Miller right. time, but shovel time. <laughs> exactly. Put on your fancy shirt, honey, where it's shovel time. <laughs> She uh, she comes back empty-handed and she's like, "Why are you wearing a leather apron?" <laughs> One time when we were this is when I, I actually lived in in Austin. I came home for a visit uh, to Elkhart, Indiana, and uh, um, it says I'm not connected, Rufus. You're connected because I can hear you. Well, no, let's see. It says on the there we go. Maybe. So, anyways. Uh, there's going to be a huge blizzard, right? A giant blizzard. So I go to the store. I tell my mom, I'm going to the store. I mean, they're talking blizzard here. What are you owing? Uh, Blog Talk Radio does say you're disconnected. Right, and I don't see how that could have happened. I don't either, because the show's not over. It's still going. Yeah, I don't get it. Well, let's just keep going anyways. Yeah, I'll upload it. So anyways... uh, they say a big blizzard's come out. I'm visiting in Elkhart with my folks. Sure. Staying at their house, and they're calling for, like, this four-day blizzard. And I'm, like, telling them, I'm, like, I got to go to the store and get stuff. Right? So I take her car and go to the store, and I come back with five cases of beer. <laughs> right? Well, I said it was going to last five days. So I throw these five cases of beer out on the back porch where it's cold, <laughs> yes. right, but, but dry. <laughs> and it actually does snow a lot. Wow. Right? So I basically cocooned up in my folks' house and sat in their basement and drank five cases of beer over the course of a week. Xanadu. I'm good. I mean, there's nothing else you could do. What else are you supposed to do, Rufus? Xanadu. That's paradise. That's paradise on Earth. 
I'll never forget the time that my Aunt Kay, who's my favorite aunt, by the way, uh, my mom was bitching me. I was home visiting, <laughs> and some of my friends came over, and yeah. it's like 10 o'clock in the morning, and we started drinking beer, and my mom <laughs> starts complaining, and my Aunt Kay goes, he's 21 now. He can drink whenever he wants. And I was like, yeah, that's always why my Aunt Kay was my favorite. Hey, man, how drunk was she at the time? <laughs> uh, good question. I, she she likes her pills, so she was mm. probably all pilled up. She'd do good in prison. She would. She'd know how to. She'd probably make a mean smash. <laughs> she would make a mean. She smash the smash. I might change your name from Rufus to Prince. Why is that? Remember that guy on that season five of fucking sixty days in that was the rat. What was that guy's fucking angle exactly? The rat. Which one? Wait, I don't want to be a rat. The black guy who told everybody, oh, yeah, you know, basically that he was on 60 Days In. Oh, the cop. The cop yeah, the of cop. all fucking people. Cop the cop turns out to be the rat. Boy, fucking. that'll fucking shock you. All because he was trying to suck up to the fucking guard, right? Yeah. Motherfucker. Uh, sometimes I just want to go on 60 Days In to show him how it's done. You know what, dude? Promise me if you ever go on 60 Days In, you'll do like that one guy who said he was the MAE or MAA guy and just sit, sit around and do this. Like, in the corner all the time. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> like, okay, so I guess that's the way that you intimidate people is you stand around and, like, shadow box. And the guy, as far as I could tell, only had two moves. It was like a uppercut-looking move and then, like, a down-low hook move. And I'm like, okay, now I know that guy's whole dance. I could probably take him out. Hey, man, you got two good moves. That's all you need. <laughs> that guy was so fucking fake, though. I wish someone would have <laughs> pounded him. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he got pounded. <laughs> <laughs> he was the preacher, right? I mean, how many times are they going to have the preacher? It'd be funny yeah. if they showed outtakes, and like the outtakes were like butt rapes and like some serious fucking crazy shit. <laughs> One chick guy was like having all that lesbian sex. That's true. That's true. God. I mean, that was that was more like a fucking dating game for that chick than it was a fucking prison sentence. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time for her. Well, and then that's one lady that goes in. I hate these people like that blonde-haired lady who's like, I just think prison's too easy. I just think we're too easy on them, and we coddle fucking prisoners. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'll, be, I'll have to admit, you know who I'm talking about? The blonde-haired, long blonde-haired lady? Yeah, because she looked... When I first saw her, I was like, ooh, this is a high-maintenance gal. Yeah. She's not going to do so There's good. Here, and she fucking... She took it pretty good. I was I was kind of surprised that she made it the distance. That's the arc I like to see in that show. It's like, this little Miss Pris, you just want to fucking backhand her and be like, get that silver spoon out of your mouth, you cunt. But then well, by the well, end, she's like letting the other people have it, being like, "You right. don't talk shit well, about you know, me." I'm annoyed though. I have to admit that that annoys me because then, because when she, before she went in, she's like, "I'm assertive, I'm aggressive, I'm in your face." You know what I mean? And I'm thinking, man, I want this bitch to get her fucking teeth smashed out in fucking prison. Yeah. But then she goes in prison, and it turns out everybody in prison is a fucking lame ass who like bows down to her. But that one lady was calling him out. 60 days in! You're on 60 days in! Yep. It's so and crazy okay. that they know that show now. Dude, if you... How can it go on? How can really? you not know? Because these people that are going back to jail, I mean, they're most of them have been in jail before. Right. I mean, you can tell basically by looking at them. And even if you were out for like two weeks, you're going to catch a fucking episode of 60 days in, and you're like... Sure. I wonder if that ever happens, if people are getting shanked, 
inside of prisons because people are like, fuckers on 60 Days In, man. Probably. Fucking 60 Days In. Dude, if you research that, you can find out that 60 Days In is responsible for like the deaths of no telling <laughs> how many. Inmates. Right. Well, see, and I don't get it either. You know that they're putting the fucking cameras in, okay? This is 60 Days In. They're just not putting cameras in every fucking cell. Well, they tell the prisoners... In prison, are they? Well, they tell the prisoners that they're making a documentary. Right. Well, and they are, I guess, technically. But, uh, and it is county prison. You know, it's not like federal prison. So uh, there could be a lot of people in and out. And so you're right, you know? People come into the county prison... They bail out or do their little... But they're not, because some of those people are like, how long you been here? And they're like, 18 months. Well, that's fucked up for a county prison. I mean, what happened to a that's due process? Of, and that's prison overcrowding, though. Speedy trial. Yeah, right. Look, dude, speedy trial went out the window the day they fucking put those into private prisons. They're like, no, no. Yeah. You gotta stay at least fucking six months for us to get any money going for the government, probably. <laughs> So fucking sickening. I watched your favorite show, Adam Ruins Everything, about prisons. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, that the whole Prison Corporation of America shit is fucking some disturbing, disturbing shit. Yes, it is. This is and true. how it came about, because one day the some uh, private prison guy tells the fucking people, that, or tells the state that they could do a better job. You, you know what? You don't need to be in the fucking prison business. Let us take care of your prisons, and you just pay us for it. And the deal is, did, I don't know if you remember this part. Have you ever seen that one? You know what? I, I've seen it, but it's been a while ago, and I don't remember all of it. But I know if that the, I was like, Jesus Christ. If the prison population falls be- below a certain point, mm-hmm. right, in the private prison, the state has to pay the fucking prison a penalty. So the whole idea is go out and fucking arrest people and put them in fucking jail because we've got this quota to meet for this private fucking prison. You know, some you know, things shouldn't be profit-driven. Yeah, but, gee, what could those things be? Gee, I don't know. Prisons, medicine, healthcare. Yeah, um, what else? Uh, education, probably, is a good one. Yeah, but what do we know? We're just dudes. Yeah, we're just a, a stoner and a fucking other stoner basically that episodically solve the world's fucking problems and, and say what is wrong with the world, but no one listens to us. But they do secretly listen to us they, and they, copy our good ideas. They steal all of our profitable ideas, That's but they don't I mean. steal any of our ideas that would actually change the world. Unfortunately, as of this point right now, the Hypersloth Happy Hour is uh, a non-for-profit. We need to make it a for-profit corporation. This is true. Then somehow they would put us out of business, though. I would gladly take convicts into my house if I would get paid by the government for it. Well, I mean, you could take them onto your farm. Think about it, dude. Just corral them out there. You got, what, a couple of fence sticks? You fucking got room for at least 1,200 fucking people out there. You know, it's funny here. We have the the county jail. Not the county prison, but the county jail in the middle of the town. And routinely, you'll be driving around or you go somewhere, like on a public property like the library. You see and, them picking shit up. Yeah, they're they're doing all the yard work and stuff, and they they're wearing the uh, the stripes. And there's a guard out there with a shotgun, just watching them. You know what's funny is about a month ago, I saw on the news that some fucking sheriff guy had the prisoners at his house doing <laughs> landscaping, and he got subsequently got fired. Jeez. But I mean, obviously the uh, 
the temptation is there if you're like, nah, I got a lot of fucking rube all this rock around my house. Well, Why don't I just go get a couple of prisoners to do it? It should be... That should be okay. Like, if you get a free meal at a restaurant you work at, you should be able to get the uh, prisoners to come to do your, well, your it, house yeah. shit. Well, here's the unfortunate part, was that they actually fired the guy that was, like, watching the prisoners. You know, like the guy you are saying with the shotgun? They yeah. fired him, too, and all he was doing was following orders. What? Okay, that's fucked up. That not, is fucked up. Not fair. Definitely not fair. And you know what? They weren't even doing that good of a job on the yard. I could see it. I, I could see that for some reason, surprisingly enough, the prisoners' hearts weren't in making this sheriff's yard look fucking like a master gardener lived there. I'm going to boycott that prison. I'm never going there. What are the prison jobs now? What are the popular prison jobs? Do they still do license plates? I'm sure those have been sent overseas since they're 80% metal now. They're probably trading Bitcoin. What are you... I mean, honestly, they're, I know that for a while, they were doing call rooms. Remember that? When, like, the credit card companies... You're right, yeah. ...were hiring them to do, like, their fucking collection calls. But the problem was that the prisoners realized they had nothing to lose and were calling <laughs> all kinds of fucking awful names. Well, sometimes even employees feel like they have nothing to lose. Let's see what prison jobs. If I Google prison jobs, let's see what comes up. All right, I hate to blind you, but i got to turn this light on. It's getting dark in here. So the sun is coming up. How much do prisoners work in jail? Let's see. There we go. They're allotted to work up to... Tw- this is Texas, just so you know. Prisoners are allotted to work up to 12 hours a day. Well, that was pretty nice of them. Cool. Criminal justice states that the prisoner's free labor pays for room and board. While the work they perform in prison equips inmates with the skills. Oh, my God. They're like, this is good for you. Here you go. Learn to make a bologna sandwich. It's going to help you on the outside. You learn how to do laundry. You'll get a great laundry job. <laughs> I get one of those high-paying laundry jobs that aren't taken by uh, most of the immigrants. No wonder... People are mad. The immigrants are taking all the laundry jobs from the prisoners. Yeah, well, all the immigrants are prisoners. <laughs> well, only <laughs> like a couple of weeks until they can get out. Yeah. How many? Let's see. I mean, oh my God! Here's the question for you: Do prisoners still make license plates? <gasps> in Michigan, they still make license plates in prison. Really? Yep. Tucked in a nondescript building in the Gus Harrison Correctional. Facility near Adrian, 52 inmates make all the license plates for the state of Michigan. 52 make all of them? Well, about 10,000 plates are made each working day. What? By 52 men. How? What? what? They're underpaid. 10,000 plates a fucking day? They're underpaid and overworked. They must be. Well, and here's the deal. You can't... Where are you going to get out of fucking prison and be like, oh, yeah, I've got all this fucking uh, quality time making license plates that I would like to put to work at your corporation, please, sir. We, we they haven't should... license plates outside of prisons in fucking 50 years. Jesus Christ, that's nuts. Well, I mean, what do they even do, though, now? It's not like... Remember when the, like, a license plate used to have, like, a raised number on it? Yeah. Now, I thought there were stickers, right? Now it's just like the stickers printed on a piece of fucking plastic. They just click a key on a 3D printer. I mean, they probably don't even do that. I'm guessing that these 52 prisoners are probably putting them in boxes, filling up the blanks that go into the thing. Wow. 
you'd think they could find some kind of child molesting robot to do that, <laughs> that for free. That's my kind of robot. Molestor, <laughs> the child molesting robot. Two thousand X. Two thousands. You know what? They can't. Even, you can't even say two thousand anymore. Now, like if you're like, hey, it's the Rufus X two thousand. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's fucking old technology. Twenty years ago. That's true. Like they never thought the year two thousand would come when they were fucking making products in like the late nineties. They didn't. There was movies made in the eighties where like the future was this dystopian hellscape in the nineties. You know, I mean, it's like ten years away. What the fuck? Well, it's also like remember on uh, on uh, what's his name? Who's the redhead? Conan O'Brien had that in the year two thousand. <laughs> That's right. God, that was great. In the year two thousand. I used to do that was my part time gig. I was the voiceover guy for that part of it. I thought that was you, dude. I was gonna ask. I used, you know, when I used to sneak off into my bedroom at Roehampton, I was actually just doing that voiceover for the Conan O'Brien show. So back then, you would record it to a hard drive, and then you'd have to FedEx it. <laughs> I would have to mail it. Yes. Wow. Right. And then at one time, I got so frustrated with it, I decided to just upload it to their website, and it crashed their whole fucking system. Well, they weren't prepared. Right. Of course, they weren't. Because it wasn't year 2000. <laughs> so tell me about, uh, oh shit, now I can't remember. Oh, your uh, voiceover gig that you're looking at for this Burger King that is going to deliver to people that are waiting oh. in traffic? Yeah, I don't know. They asked me to audition, so I did. But uh, That's a real thing, though. That's a real service that they're offering is delivering to people stuck in traffic. That's a real thing that they offered in Mexico City. It's not like all over Mexico, but it's in Mexico I, City. Who is? What are they delivering it on? A fucking helicopter? No, it's motorcycles, like skinny motorcycles that they can weave in and out of traffic, and they use GPS. So you can like be sitting in your car in this fucking traffic and be like, "I need a pizza," or I guess it'd have to be a, a Whopper. Yeah, a Whopper. Uh, what would it be? Yo, kiddo Whopper. I guess, whatever. <laughs> I don't know, but somehow you incorporated the Taco Bell into <laughs> ordering a Whopper. So, yeah, I would right. have to assume that's the correct Hispanic for ordering a Whopper. But even as traffic moves, they can pinpoint you through GPS. And so the little motorcycle guys will weave in and out and get it to you. And what? And so what is a standard delivery time for a Whopper stuck in fucking traffic? I mean, can you imagine that... You're like, okay, I mean, oh, so traffic starts moving, then fucking what? Are you expected to, like, pull over and wait for your fucking Whopper? These ain't questions. I guess you pay for it probably either way. Probably so, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, the The script didn't say anything about wait time, but they're going to pitch it to, uh, it was a, a, you know, a completely successful test in Mexico City. Apparently it jumped profits by the testing Burger King's, like, 70%. No during, shit. during during those times, you know, because it's like what rush hour, and so they're gonna. So I, why maybe people are doing it just because they don't want to wait in line at the fucking drive through, and they're like, "Hey, dude, I'm stuck <laughs> in traffic over here across the street at the Walmart in the parking lot. Can you deliver my fucking meal over here?" Well, I tell you what, if there's a a place where you don't want to wait in line and you'd rather just have it delivered to your car in traffic, it's fucking Starbucks because Starbucks has the longest motherfucking wait times I've ever seen in my entire life as a 44-year-old man. But it's fucking ridiculous. 
Dude, I'll tell you what. Then you've never been to a Taco Bell or a fucking McDonald's in Elkhart, Indiana, where they just apparently don't give a shit. That's I don't know who the managers of these places, but half the time if you go to one of these places after fucking like 10 o'clock at night, even though they're open 24 hours, like the people that are there working have turned off the lights on the inside. What? Right? Yeah. And if you drive up to the thing, they're like, sorry, dude, cash only. Uh, the, the credit card machine's down. And if you're like, okay, I've got cash, you're like, and the nacho thing's not working either. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? It's like they try to do everything they can to just get you to fucking drive away. Well, at, at Starbucks, we always go to Starbucks. I don't give two fucking shits about Starbucks, but the wife loves Starbucks. So every time we're anywhere where there's a Starbucks nearby, we got to stop. And I swear to God, as soon as we pull into the parking lot, the car, the the cars in the line are there's like fifteen cars. I'm like, fuck. And so we pull in and we wait, and it's it's the long, it's a twenty or thirty minute wait every goddamn fucking time. And all a she, fucking cup of coffee. All she all she gets, she literally just gets a large coffee, and a water. But all these stupid idiots in front of us are getting like yeah. these weird frappe mocha fucking bullshit things. And it turns takes out the wait line wouldn't ever. be half as long if your wife would just get a coffee and forget about the fucking bottled water, dude. Yeah. You know, I remind her occasionally that we have a fucking coffee maker at home. But do you have bottled water? Yes. Does it have the Starbucks logo on it? You know what you should get her for Christmas? A whole sleeve <laughs> of fucking cart. Uh, Starbucks uh, coffee cups and be like, honey, you're never going to have to wait in line again. Dude, that's fucking brilliant. That's really good. I, yeah, right. If you never ever want to get laid again, probably. Hey, hey, I'll get in trouble. Chances are you might not anyway, so can it hurt? Well, it's only good for one of us anyway. <laughs> At least you're mad enough to admit it. Yeah, well. I'm still demented enough to think my wife is enjoying it, even though she frequently falls asleep mm. or cries. She only falls asleep if she's not crying. <laughs> my wife is constantly checking her watch or her phone. Whenever her I'm... phone. My caught my wife. Uh, yeah, she was she was actually doing uh, a long form of our taxes the other day while we were while I was having sex with her. I, I was totally banging my wife the other day, and she accidentally sent me a text instead of of uh, Facebook, and it just said, "Here we go again." <laughs> right. Oh, ho hum. Oh, hum. A couple of cry faces. <laughs> it was just that bored looking face. It was like, mm. Mine was a lawyer with a, a divorce decree emoji. That'd be a great emoji. That would be. I mean, that'd dude, be a really good emoji. Some, I mean, you know what? There needs to be at least one lawsuit emoji, right? <laughs> there should be multiple. <laughs> like, one is like a guy being served papers for the uh, paternity test. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's that one look like? It'd be a happy face. What? If it's a lawyer, it's a happy face every time because they're just making money. They don't give a fuck. It, obviously, he has glasses on, right? Because you really wouldn't know if it was a good lawyer or a bad lawyer unless they're wearing glasses. That's true. And, and a, a suit. And no. a suit. A Windsor knot. Uh, yeah, a double Windsor, preferably. All right, are we you gonna know do what? this? I'm that picture. Uh, oh, hold on. Oh man, you're really gonna make me do that. Just I was looking at that me. picture. I'm just kidding. Of your room the other day, your room at Roehampton, and your your tie hanging on the wall. I was looking at that too. Yeah. 
And I was thinking to myself, I wonder how many times you wore that tie without actually untying and retying it. And then I thought, maybe even better to think how many times you actually washed that tie. Um, always and never are the answers. I oh, I, I never untied it. And we had that's. I, I think I worked at the pawn shop. Is right. why I had that tie. Yep. And because we were all drunk derelicts, we didn't really walk in there with ties on. You'd walk in the back stumbling and hung over and shit. And there was like hanging on nails and shit, a bunch of ties. And you'd be like, Ugh, <laughs> put tie. someone else's tie on if you had to. They were like store ties. I mean, it's just like, we know that you're young, stupid, drunk people. Here's your ties. Just if you can put those on, you're fine. You can go to work. And that was one what of those... was that guy's name that you worked with that was about as fucking uh, straight edge as you get that he came over to Roehampton? Who, what, what was this guy? Remember, and he had like a girlfriend that ended up breaking up with him, but he threw the fucking paddle for the, um, for the ping pong table through our window. Oh shit, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? What no, that it, it must have been Seth. Yes, because, it was Seth. It okay. was Seth. I must have been drunk Absolutely. and high. I don't remember that episode, but yeah, Seth is the guy who worked. We're friends on Facebook now. Are you really? How's Seth doing these days? What's Seth up to? He's super successful. See, he's, is he? What's he's he doing? Seth successful. Seth successful. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. He owns a, a moving company. Does he? Yep. Well, those guys are all fucking crooks. Just so you ever used a moving company? Uh, no, I'm, I'm not that wealthy. They're the worst, dude. They are fucking crooks. Let me tell you, my dad used a moving company to move some stuff out of a condo one time. And they couldn't find the stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then they could find the stuff, but it was going to cost my dad like an extra four grand to get it back. Same thing what? happened to my fucking cousin. Different moving company. Exact same fucking thing. They're like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, we found your stuff. But to get it back to where you need it, uh, it's going to cost four grand. Then why just sitting in some fucking warehouse somewhere. And so then what happened? I mean, because I would be like, okay, well, you ain't getting four grand, so see ya. Well, my dad is an attorney who wears glasses, so he's like, well, I'm going to fucking sue you then. The best kind of attorney. And they're like, really? And so he sent him some paperwork, said, yeah, I'm fucking suing you. This is a real deal. And he got his stuff back. Fuck yeah. But, I mean, a lot of people would be like, oh, I guess I have to pay him four grand to get, you know, got the kids' baby pictures and shit in there. See, that's a fuck. that's a total fucking racket. Because if you're calling a moving company to begin with, the moving company knows you have money. Because the, the... Right, regular they, people, move regular people don't call moving companies. So they're just like, we're going to milk it. We're going to come up with some little thing. To fucking charge more. Yeah, I mean, exactly what they do. You know what? The, the estimate is never fucking right. Of course. The word so. estimate should be outlawed, honestly. It should. It should be quote, and it should be like you sign the fucking deal. That's right. it. That's it's, what it is, yes. period. I would love to see an estimate if an F- estimate ever in the history of mankind has come in under what the fucking estimate was. A good surprise for you, Rufus. We estimated it was going to be $4,000 to fix your roof. Turns out it's only going to be $3,200. Your lucky day. You know, I've done that to a web design client once. I just wanted to see what would happen. And I was like, you know, I thought this would cost 1200 bucks. It really didn't take much time. I'm just going to charge you 1000 And they're like, are you fucking kidding? I was like, no, seriously. I mean, it didn't take that much time. So, you know, don't worry about it. 
and they ended up paying me 15 and then, like, the next week you see yourself online, it's like, stupidest businessman ever! <laughs> and then knocks money off the bottom end! So you're on, like, the Inquirer, the front page of the Inquirer. I got an extra 300 bucks out of it. <laughs> well, I know, but, you know, I'd be looking back, dude, because I got a feeling somehow they pulled one over on you. I walked away with an extra 300 bucks, so I think I'm cool. Okay, that's what you think now, but I'd, I'd check your fucking email in about 10 years and, like, hey, Rufus... Uh, remember that extra 300 bucks we gave you? You actually owe us your kidney. Yeah, that's the good thing about, like, once a job closes that I've done, I put all emails from everyone into a filter that puts them right in the trash. Because I'm done. That's it. Ain't no more. You know, you, you're not going to fucking find me. Well, I'll have to remember that for the lawsuit. Well, I, I'm going to have to route your... Email to trash, apparently. <laughs> right, well, you probably do that anyways, as much as I can tell that you don't email me back. That must be the, the direct to trash file. Who is this? Who's talking to me right now? It's me, your father. Dude, I'm breaking up this corned beef, because I'm... Man, you are one hungry little devil, aren't you? All right, I'm breaking I... it open myself. I'm not hungry, Folks, but I... if you're not familiar with what we're eating Oof. tonight, it is, uh... Woo! Once again, yeah. that smells like cat food. Man... Ugh. And you know what? I like corned beef. And I like cat food, but... We're going to try cat food live on the show. Don't forget, that's the finale for uh, 2019. I'll have a list. I'm, I'm going right in, dude. Here we go. I have a list on Amazon of oddball shit I'm going to send your way. Interesting fact. I no longer like corned beef. Oh, don't tell me that. I haven't had it yet. I got a cracker for mine. You know what? And I forgot crackers, damn it. I had some uh, cheese at Toasties. There's something about meat being spreadable that is a little unsettling to me. It's like the marrow. It's like all these fucking shows are like, ooh, you gotta eat the marrow of the fucking animal. It's so buttery and delicious. I'm like, that's the part that fucking filters out all the super duper fucking bad stuff for you, right? It's not that bad. Well, yeah, you've got a cracker. Now we'll just put some on a fork and shovel it in. See how that tastes. All right, there we go. I'll do it. Don't do it, Robus! It just tastes kind of... Oh, you're having second thoughts! Irony. Meh. It is irony, you're right. Mine, it has like that metal aftertaste, and I don't know if that's from the can or the iron, but mine also had like a minty Yeah, there's a mintiness to it. I don't like the mentiness. <laughs> I mean, it's not making any sense to me. Maybe there's something wrong with my palate because... Like, no, you know what? The mintiness comes probably from the cloves and stuff that they put in for the quote-unquote uh, corned beef flavor. Hmm. It also <clears throat> tastes really salty. Big surprise. That is shocking. That is, I'm, I'm, I'm almost afraid if we open up this Jello. Well, you made your Jello from scratch. I didn't even know you could do that anymore. Yeah, my kid ate most of it, but I still got plenty. What makes you, for some reason, looking at lime jello makes me think of the hospital, for some reason. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, well, I'm going to try this uh, sugar-free jello. Like you said, it's gel ah, metal. Good luck Should with have that. been more like, hell no. Holy see. shit. My wife said she couldn't tell the difference between the fat-free and the regular, but so let's see. Hey, note to self, dude. Yeah. Do not try to eat jello with a fork. It's really fucking hard. We should do the jello fork diet. Not to tell. Don't have your son 
make Jello because he'll put three times the amount of sugar in it. Wow. Oh my god. You know what? This actually isn't that bad for being sugar free. I just like to say as a disclaimer, I am high though. That helps. So it might be awful, but I might not even care. I can imagine it might taste pretty good if I had some sugar in it. Why don't you mix it up with the uh, corned beef? Uh, you know what? I just thought of that. And then I thought, that would probably make me vomit. Then you could eat that. On the show. You know what we should do, Rufus, while we're still live? Why don't we give people a little taste of the, uh, the, uh, what's her name? Alexa. Play Jeopardy. I know you've been waiting for this. this. I have. is Jeopardy. Can you hear him? Thanks, is he Johnny. still alive? Johnny? Welcome, players. Johnny is. Today's first category is general knowledge. Uh-oh, that sounds too it's easy. It's the number of items in a gross. 144. Please respond in the form of a question starting with phrases like, who is, or what is. What is 144? No, the correct well. response was, what is 144? The next category what? is... Excuse me? Women of politics. Before becoming the first woman on the Republican presidential ticket, Jeez. she was governor of Alaska. Who is Sarah Palin? Great. The third category is... I'd like to sell a vowel. A G rating denotes a family-friendly film, while this vowel denotes the most family-friendly video games. What is E? That's right. The fourth category is... American literature. After moving from Salem to Lenox, Massachusetts, he wrote The House of the Seven Gables. Who is Stephen King? That's not it. The correct response was, who is Nathaniel Hawthorne? The oh. next category is city adjectives. It's an adjective meaning of or relating to the capital of Switzerland. What is, what is Geneva? No, the correct response was, what is Bernice? The sixth category is Google's top searches, 1999 to 2018. The most Googled person for 2018 was this wife of Prince Harry. Who is Meghan Markle? That's it. It's time for the double Jeopardy round. <laughs> the next category is Moolah. He's the president pictured on the U.S. half dollar. Half dollar. Who is Kennedy? Yes. Wow. Science. PT is the chemical symbol for this element. What is potassium? That's not it. The Fuck. correct response was, what is platinum? Oh. The next category is a B6 shot. The response is a six-letter word that starts with the letter B. Let her be. The name of this food is derived from the Russian for little pancake. What is Blintz? Yes, that's right. The tenth category is 
Columbia Pictures. A picture of this Colombian singer and former coach on The Voice graced the cover of Glamour in February 2014. Hmm. Repeat the question. Again, the category is Columbia Pictures. A picture of this Colombian singer and former coach on The Voice graced the cover of Glamour in February 2014. What is... Who is Ritardo Monteblan? Sorry, the correct response was... Who is Shakira? Ah, the next category man. is... Classic film. Orson Welles' least favorite thing in this film was Rosebud, which he deemed a rather tawdry device. What is a streetcar named Desire? That's not it. The correct Rosebud. response was, what is Citizen Kane? The last uh, category is... Like the only Orson Welles movie, isn't it? Five easy pieces. A common piece for piano beginners to play <coughs> is the Hoagie Carmichael composition, Heart in This. What is Soul? That's right. Let's see how you did on this set. Not bad. <laughs> You've got six out of twelve correct. My you scored dance. in the top thirty-two awesome. of players today. I hope playing these clues helps you enjoy watching our show even more. <laughs> it looks like you've missed a few days recently. Uh, Do you want to play the days you missed? Yes, at least one for sure. I don't like thirty-two percent. Let's see what clues are available. We got fifty percent. There are we? four days to catch up on. Six out of twelve. Here are the clues from Monday. Are you ready to start? Yes. Players, let's go to work. The first category is Who's on TV? Fill in the blank with the correct first name. See what happened before Big Bang on the sitcom Young Blank. What is Sheldon? Yes, that's it. The next category is True Crime Bookshelf. Hmm. This 1974 true story of the Manson murders got its title from a Beatles song. What is Helter Skelter? You got it. Bam. The third category is Tricks of the Mind. Finding an individual more attractive when she's in a group is an effect named for these pom-pom shakers. What is a cheerleader? Great. The fourth category is touchy, feely. The response includes the word touch or feel. Many critics derisively referred to this Apple product as an iPhone without the phone. What is an iPad? That's not it. Oh, the iPod. correct response was, what is the iPod touch? The oh, I put touch. My bad. Oh, touchy feely. Damn Peter it. kicks. This type of kick is awarded in soccer when a defender drives the ball out of bounds over the goal line. What is a corner kick? Great. The sixth what category the is Route 66. Left foot green is a potential spin in this game that was launched in 1966. What is Twister? 
Yes, that's correct. <laughs> Let's see what's in store in Double Jeopardy. The seventh category is Hotels. Since 1913, Hotel DuPont has been serving visitors to the city of Wilmington in this state. What is Delaware? You got it. Theater. Works by this playwright include Plaza Suite, California Suite, and the musical Suite Charity. Who is sweet? <laughs> no, the correct response was, who is Neil Simon? Uh. The next category is Empires and Dynasties. This Roman emperor left his subjects with burning rage after his 54 to 68 AD reign. Who is Nero? Yes, that's it. By that merch. The 10th category. <laughs> By that merch. Carol K. played bass on that. Carol's bass was heard on. These boots are made for walking. A hit for the singer. Who is, Who is Nancy Sinatra? Excellent. The 11th category is just your average category. As a rapper and actor, Lonnie Lynn Jr. is better known by this average-sounding moniker. Repeat the question. Again, the category is just your average category. As a rapper and actor, Lonnie Lynn Jr. is better known by this average-sounding moniker. Mm. Who is Little Fart Pants? Nope. The correct response was, what is common? Oh, the last categories. Bridge up the... Why? Originally built for rail traffic between Kentucky and Indiana, the Big Four Bridge spans this river. What is the Ohio? Yes, that's right. <laughs> All right. Let's see how you did on this set. I think we did pretty good. Good work. I think so. <laughs> Nine correct today. You scored in the top 7% of players today. Top 7? Smoke Check that out the weed. Jeopardy mobile game. <laughs> Would you like to play the next catch-up day? Fucking A, bitch! <laughs> Your hip-hop dances that. are cracking me up. Here's, let's go to work. The first category is... <laughs> Beer. In 2016, French actor Augustine Legrand became the new most interesting man in the world for the Spear brand. What is Dos Equis? Yes, that's correct. Woo! The next category is Stout. On the first episode of this cartoon, Eric Cartman insists to Kyle, I'm not fat, I'm big boned. What is South Park? Correct. The third category is Logger of Boilermaker, Haymaker, or Widowmaker. It's the logging term for a broken limb hanging freely in the trees. What is yes? What is repeat the question? Sorry, the correct response Haymaker. was. What is Widowmaker? A Widowmaker. The next category is... I that was a heart attack. Pale ale. Abnormally pale skin is a symptom of scurvy, which is caused by a lack of this vitamin. What is vitamin C? 
Great. The next category is Light. Since its debut in 1953, this Chevy sports car has gone from using lightweight fiberglass to carbon fiber. What is the Corvette? Excellent. Damn! The sixth category is Porter. The response includes the word porter. Porter. This term for a jockstrap could also apply to any fan of sports. What is a supporter? Oh, athletic no, supporter. The correct response was, what is athletic supporter? Damn that's man. weak. That's, that Let's should, see what's that should score in double jeopardy. That should count. The next category is Asian cities. The name of this Saudi capital derives from an Arabic word meaning gardens or meadows. What is shithole? Nope. The correct response was, what is Riyadh? The next category is... Duh. No. A short story category. Burton's Gentleman's Magazine was the first to publish The Fall of the House of Usher by this author. Repeat the question. Again, the category is... A short story category... Burton's Gentleman's Magazine was the first to publish The Fall of the House of Usher by this author. Who was the guy who wrote... Go ahead. Who was Delbert Worthright? It's not it. The correct response was... Who is Edgar Allan Poe? I knew that! Son of a bitch! I knew that! I was going to say the guy who wrote The Telltale Heart. When someone is being unusually quiet, you might ask, What's wrong? Cat got your this? What is tongue... That's it. The 10th category is International Architecture and Design. The name of this many-tiered tower scene in Eastern Asia is thought to be derived from the Persian for Temple of Idols. What is a pagoda? You got it. What? The 11th category is Nice! Music Festivals. Indio, California is the home of this festival that now takes place over two weekends. What is Coachella? Excellent. What's going on right the now? The final category Coachella. American history. In 1890, an antitrust act named for this senator was passed, prohibiting commercial monopolies. Uh, uh, what is the Bilton Brothers Act? That's not it. The correct response was, who is John Sherman? Duh. All right. See how you that did was today. A All right. You got seven right today. You scored in the top 31% of players today. Uh, I really hope you like seeing the sixth clues from today's show. Would did. you like to play the next catch-up day? I think we're going to have to play one more, Rufus. I think so, too. Yes. Let's start the Jeopardy round. All right, Alex. Bring us what you got. Today's first category is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke each mention this many apostles by name. What is 12? Excellent. The next category is Holidays and Observances. Observed on the second Sunday in May. It became a U.S. national holiday in 1914. 
What is Father's Day? Flag Day. No, the correct response was, what is Mother's Day? What? The third category is... Father's Day is in June. Across state lines, going east on I-80 out of Salt Lake City, you'll travel through Wyoming, Nebraska, and then this state. What is Iowa? Yes, that's it. The fourth category is... You're a wizard. What's misspelled? Of P-Y-K-E-C-A-R-P or S-O-L-E. It's the fish that's misspelled. Repeat the question. Again, the category is what's misspelled? Of P-Y-K-E-C-A-R-P or S-O-L-E. It's the fish that's misspelled. What is pike? P-Y-K-E. That's it. The next category is sweet pea. The response starts with the letter P. This fruit brings sweetness to a traditional Hawaiian pizza. What is pineapple? Great. The next category is we aren't the champions. Now in Los Angeles, this NFL team made their only Super Bowl appearance in 1995. Losing to the 49ers. Where are the Raiders? Sorry. The Rabbies. correct response was, who are the Chargers? Ah, that's All right. San Diego. Let's now. move on now to the double jeopardy round. I don't like this. The next category is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Matthew Broderick is married to this sex and the city star. Who is Sarah Jessica Parker? Excellent. What he said. The next category is pop culture common bonds. The samurai, the church lady, the target lady. What is the question? Again, the category is pop culture common bonds. The samurai, the church lady, the target lady. What is Saturday Night Live? That's it. The ninth category is the Civil War. Lincoln suspended habeas corpus after Confederates attacked the South Carolina fort in 1861. What is Fort Negro Slaves? That is incorrect. The correct response was, what is Fort Sumter? I knew that. The tenth category is mollusks. Oh, mollusks. Another term for a bullet, or a mollusk that secretes mucus around itself as a form of protection. Repeat the question. Again, the category is mollusks. Another term for a bullet, or a mollusk that secretes mucus around itself as a form of protection. What is a slug? Correct. You son of a biscuit. The next category is... Thanks for the memoirs. In 2018, this composer of the musical Cats released his memoir, Unmasked. Who is Android, Andrew Lord Weber? I don't know. That's correct. Yes! The last MG. The response has the initials M. G. It's an area of compromise between two opposing viewpoints. What is meeting ground? 
That's not it. The correct response was, what is middle ground? Ah, Let's damn. see how you did today. I, I feel Recap. cheated by that one. Eight of 12 correct. Eight of 12. You scored in the top 27% of players today. Thanks for playing today. Would you Thank like you. to play the next catch-up day? Are we playing one more? Let's do one more. Did one more, yes. Go. The first category is... Dressing Bob's Burgers. Fill in the blank to complete a pun from the TV show Bob's Burgers. Bob offered a seaweed treat called the Not If I Can Blank It Burger. Drink it? What is drink? That's not it. The correct response was, What is kelp? The second category Uh, is... Play on words. Idioms. Idiomatically speaking, to do something pointless is to go on a chase after a wild one of these animals. What is a goose? Excellent. The next category is... War of the Battle. The Battle of Shiloh is a part of this war. What is the Civil War? Correct. The fourth category is... Invented or discovered. Working at DuPont, Stephanie Quolek's most notable discovery was this superfiber used in bulletproof vests. What is Kevlar? Yes, that's correct. The fifth category is... <laughs> I've got your number. When an ATM refers to your PIN number, the word number is redundant, as PIN stands for this. What is... What is- PIN number. That is incorrect. The correct response was, what is personal identification number? The next category is TCM at 25. The first film to air on Turner Classic Movies was this one starring Clark Gable and Vivian Lee. What is Gone with the Wind? You got it. Let's see what's in store in Double Jeopardy. The next category is already movie and song, same title. A 1992 song by R.E.M. and a 1999 movie starring Jim Carrey share this title. Repeat the question. Again, the category is movie and song, same title. A 1992 song by R.E.M. And a 1999 movie starring Jim Carrey. Share this title. What is Liar Liar? Sorry, the correct response was, What is Man on the Moon? Oh my god. The eighth category is... American Poetry. In 1935, this key figure in the Harlem Renaissance wrote the poem, Let America Be America Again. Who is uh, Ella Fitzgerald? Nope. The correct response was, who is Langston Hughes? Oh, yeah. The ninth category is... We're struggling. X. The response starts with the letters E, X. It's a horse racing bet where you pick the first and second place finishers in order. What is uh, X-Facta? No. The correct response was, what is an exacta? Ah! The next category is, 
around the Indian Ocean. This island nation is separated from India by the Polk Strait. What is Madagascar? No, the correct response was, (laughs) what is Sri Lanka? The 11th category Of course. Journalists. For almost 25 years, Richard Johnson was the editor of Page Six, a gossip column in this newspaper. What is the Daily Star? That is incorrect. The correct response was, what is the New York Post? New York Post. The last category is... Page Six was overseas. Emergency generator. The response is a three-word emergency. These are obscure. Dorothy of the Wizard of Oz, plus Star Wars power, plus directional Mahjong tiles. Answer. Repeat the question. Nope. The Uh, correct response was, what are gale force winds? All right. Let's Uh, see how you did on this set. Not good. Okay. You scored four of 12. Thanks for playing. We'll see you next time. That was fun. Let's try another. Do you want party games? No. Memory games? Thank you. Games? No, thank you. We don't like you, Alexa. Games? We don't like games. Or to hear more game categories. We want you to shut up. Go to your room, please. I didn't quite get that. I've got party games. Memory Uh, games. Alexa, stop. Echo button. The back of my hand is itching. Yeah, it is. It's back of your robotic hand. Hey, have you seen the guy that's on Jeopardy right now? Have you watched any Jeopardy this week? No, I don't have real TV, so I can't. The guy's been on five days. He's a total schmuck, by the way. He's a he's a a professional sports better. Is the guy's uh, job? I already don't like him. Okay. Yeah, you would like him even less if you saw his, the way he smiles. It's very oh. fucking creepy. But he's won four hundred and like forty thousand dollars in five days. Jesus Christ! Because you know what? He he gets the, every fucking single daily double somehow, and he always almost bets all of it. He's running a racket. He's counting and cards you know or something. He somehow. did what I've been telling my wife I would do for years if I ever was on fucking Jeopardy. I said first thing I would do if I was ever on Jeopardy is go for all the fucking two thousand dollar questions or the one thousand dollar questions right out of the bat. Right. Because either you get them and you get that money, or you fucking, you know, you get rid of them either way. So no one else can get that fucking money either. I mean, unless, of course, they get the question right, but you get the first crack at the high dollar one. Good point. Good point. You should do it. You're doing it. Go on Jeopardy. I mean, your friend's wife went on uh, The Price is Right. She got picked. That's right. She did. She did. Believe it or not. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That's cool. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, and it just goes to show you that I used to think, I was so naive, I guess, to think that it was, like, totally random. Right. Pick someone out of the audience, it's not random at all. It's not. They ask you, they, like, interview you first. Really? And th- Yeah. And this girl was, like, she just is graduating high school. She's getting ready to go to Purdue University. Ah. Like, had ticked all the fucking boxes. She's not from, uh... From California, she's from the Midwest. You know what I mean? It, it, and they see they they knew this because they they like go through fifty people at a time, right? There's two hundred people. I found all this out over the last week. There's two hundred people in the studio audience. Sure. And they interview them in batches of fifty, right? Then they break it down to batches of ten, right? The, you know, five groups of ten. And so when they went to tell these people where to sit down. 
they said, okay, you 10 people are going over here. And they started to walk away, and then they went, but you, I'm just going to use fake names here, you, Julie and Martha, come sit over here. Oh, wow. So they knew right then that they were going to be picked. Seems like a lot of hoops to jump through just to go see a quote-unquote free taping of a show. I would love to be on that show. Well, I mean, they won $8,000 worth of prizes, I guess. Well, yeah, I'd love to be on it. But if you were just wanted to go there and, like, see it, can you just be like, nah, I don't give a fuck. I just want to watch it happen. Well, I'm sure that you, pr- I mean, I would guess. That's a good question, Rufus. Then they would probably would pick you for sure. Yeah, that's true. Hey, I'll tell you what. I want you to, uh, at the start of the next show, take Alexa on camera and smash her with a hammer. I will do because that. Because she was... Know I on the next show? Very with unfair. Alexa. I want to do an Alexa versus Siri. We should do that. Off because neither of them ever have any fucking answers. Honestly, if you ask, no. like, I mean, okay, they can both do math. That's what I've come down to. They can both do fucking all the math you can throw at them. Other than that, they're not good for anything. My Nothing. my son talks to Siri all the time because we're never around and he all hasn't right. learned jack shit. He's like, I'm being raised by Siri. I wonder how many kids, dude. I wonder if Siri has become like the fifth most fucking popular name of the last five years probably could be well isn't that uh what's his name who's the the uh, little short guy that's the scientologist tom cruise tom cruise yeah is that his daughter's name oh it might be actually siri wow it could be alexa oh, what she... is the ranking of alexa in girls names she's pouting in 2017, 3,883 newborn girls were given the name Alexa in the United States, That's it? making it the 65th most common girl's name that year. Wow, that I, I ask about Siri, but she won't even right, tell you. How popular is the name Siri among American girls? Really? She's being all standoffish now. Mm-hmm. Alexa, I'm talking to you. Passive aggressive. How popular is I'm the here, name? I'm here, ready to help. Mm-hmm. Jeez. How popular oh. is the name Siri? Look at that. You fucking... Oh, man, when we get off the show... Alexa! <laughs> How popular is the girl's name Siri? In 2017, 20 newborn girls were given the name Siri in the United States. Making it the 6,217th most common girl's name that year. I think you know she's what? lying. I think you're lying. I think Rufus is right. I think you're trying to make yourself out to be something you're not and made your name <laughs> 65th and then made her a thousand times behind you. I don't think that's fair. Rufus, do you think that's fair? No, it's not fair at all. How dare you? Siri. Or, whoa, Alexa. <laughs> oh, you really pissed her off now. What is your educational history? Sorry. I don't know that one. Dumb done. as a brick. You're fucking done. Done. All right, I got to run. Boy, that was a good run of Jeopardy, I thought. I mean, we, we did that was the best we've done in a while. There's no doubt about that. It, it, we were we were like ratcheting up the roller coaster and we were at the peak for a while, but then that last one it really made me want to just drop kick Alexa, yeah, Alexa's lucky that uh, Monday I'm going to have some surgery and probably have some heavy duty pills for next week's show because yeah. I think uh, I think there could be trouble if I'm not properly medicated. No, I understand. I don't blame you, not at all. 
Well, Rufus, again, it's always a pleasure talking to you on this, the Hypersloth Happy Hour version or show number. I can't tell you because I got kicked off a long time ago. Yeah, that's crazy. I'll, I'll upload it. It's 322. 322, maybe. folks. Yeah. This, the date being April 13th, 2019. Don't forget to do your taxes. Oh, fuck. I'm going to spend all day tomorrow doing my taxes, Rufus. I'll spend all day forgetting about it. You can do a Monday. You still got all day Monday. And you know what? I was thinking about doing a thing. What if you didn't file? What if you filed them like a week late? Would they even fucking really know? I've, I've filed them late before. They don't give me <sighs> two shit. I mean, do they know where they're like, oh, Rufus, you filed them a week later. They're just like, here's, you want to hear something crazy? Then they will let you go take your pee. We, we <laughs> own that place in, uh, in North Carolina, right? We have that condo in North Carolina. Yeah. And we paid the taxes on it. Sure. And I start getting all these fucking, really fucking rude letters from the state of uh, North Carolina. And it's like, your property taxes are overdue. Your property taxes are overdue. And we're going we're gonna to put you on some website and put your place up for sale if you don't get in touch with us to pay these overdue property taxes. Fuck you. But of course... They, you can't do it online. You have to send them a check or you have to talk to somebody, Fuck right? that shit, yeah. So of course, I'm like, wife, please take care of this. I don't have time for that. I'm too important <laughs> doing important things for this. Okay, amen, so amen. Up, guess how much we owed them for how fucking much? property taxes. And they were threatening us like this. $24.98. 87 cents. You're getting me. What? 87 fucking cents we owed them. And they're fucking doing this crazy shit. And my wife... The, so my wife's like, well, do I send you a check? What do I need to do? And the lady's like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, we won't foreclose on your property for 87 cents. And my wife's like, fucking no. ridiculous. Tell me where to send the fucking 87 cents because it's not going to come down to, oh, we told you and you didn't get back with us in time. So, you know, it turned into something ugly that it didn't have to be. Fucking, dude, that, that pisses me off. 87 cents? Come yeah, on. 87 cents. That makes me angry. Seven fucking cents. What made me more angry, Rufus, was that you can't do it online. They insist you fucking send them a check. It's because they want to get your property. You're exactly. You know what they do, and I thought the exact same thing. They're like, they love it when people are like, I don't even know how to send a fucking check, or I don't have a check. Right. Anything to not make it easy. Well, Rufus, uh, next time I talk to you on the show, I guess I'll be one tooth lighter. Ooh, I can't wait. Let's say goodbye. Can't wait to hear that story. That's a rough looking dude right there, man. Say goodbye. Goodbye, You won't have him to pick on anymore. Will they let you keep it? Keep the tooth and bring it on. You know what? I wonder if they will. I will definitely ask. We'll interview the tooth. Then the tooth will tell us all the things it's eaten over the years. Yeah. Remember, said the doctor insisted there was trauma to this tooth. Maybe I don't want to know. Maybe I've blocked out what happened to this tooth. If that tooth had a consciousness, it's probably been saying, Please kill me. Kill me. Please. That's <laughs> why it hurts so bad. It's just negative energy. It's just begging for death. All right, Rufus. Uh, as always, a pleasure. <laughs> and since I can't play it out, I'll do this. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Happy's Live Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus. Damn, that was really good. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, I got a quick question for you before we do go off the air. Yeah. What have you ever set up a guitar? Like set up a guitar? Like no. literally set one up? No, never. Okay. I was just curious.
I've had it done once, and I got it back, and it was the same. <laughs> really? They're like, yeah, we set it up, Rufus. You're all good to go, buddy. How yeah. much did it cost, just out of curiosity? Oh, I don't remember. Too much for me at the time, because I was a young man. But, uh, so, like 300 bucks or like 50 bucks? No, it was like 150, maybe 200. Really? It was at uh, Musician's Friend? No, not Musician's Friend. Music. The big music store in Austin, Texas. It was like, get this thing set. It was the first. It was the Fender Strike. Ray Hennick's Heart of Texas Music? No, it was the other one. It was like the big mall. Oh. Not in the mall, but it was like a big music store. And I took right. them and I said, like, set it up. And they set it up and got it back. And I was like, fuck yeah, my shit's all professionally set up. Yeah, that's fucking shit. And I got back and played it and I was like, it feels the same and sounds the same. Damn. Didn't even change the strings. They're like, it's all set up, buddy. Rock on. Yeah, Dude. exactly. They like just... that guy Bruce from that little South Austin music store. You know what we'll do? A little trip in the time capsule next week. A little zigzag time capsule. See what else kind of goodies we got in there. Let's do it. I'm stoked. <laughs> that, you love that. I do, I do. You know what? You need to bring your book on, live on the show. Your Roehampton books. I don't have your Roehampton book. Oh, those, those, yeah. Yeah, that your wife found. Fuck has yeah. some Roehampton in it. I'll tell you what, though. I did get this Martin guitar, and honestly, I never thought there was a difference in fucking guitars. There is, huh? Before I played this fucking guitar, I'm telling you the fucking truth. Yeah, no, I, I believe it, I believe it. Big fucking difference. A huge difference. I've never had a guitar of that caliber but i have played one once and I, I know enough people who are wiser than me and yeah the the martins are really i never you know, would have thought so but this thing has fucking sold me yeah now i know if there's a difference between a two thousand dollar martin and a six thousand dollar martin i don't know maybe there is i guess there probably fucking is you know, I, I think there's probably a difference between the perception of like the person listening they probably couldn't tell the difference but from playing it, you can probably tell the difference, right? Well, I'll tell you, man, it's, it is. It's like night and day. But it also, acoustically, it just sounds better. It just wow. fuck sounds better. Like, everything about it, it's deeper. The higher ends are yep. fucking crisper and cleaner. I mean, it just the way it belts out the fucking sound is unbelievable. And I actually saw that Fishman sells an amp, right? A preamp that goes in your acoustic guitar... And all it is do is to set up to make your guitar sound exactly. You pick the guitar brand and like the guitar, whatever. So no matter what the humidity or what, because I, the humidity and shit is a big deal with these fucking super expensive acoustic guitars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to keep them between fifty-five or uh, forty and fifty percent humidity, or they don't fucking sound right. Because they have like limited lacquer and stuff on them, right? right I mean, it's yeah. they want the wood That's to kind of. Yeah. It can ruin the finish. That's right. Wow, aren't you the knowledgeable cuss? Did you learn that in the uh, punch-up business? No, but I assume, you know, if it's going to sound different, it must have less plasticity to the plastic oh, coating to it. It doesn't have that fucking hard shell on it. Right, it sounds more like an organic fucking thing. Well, I was asking about setting up the guitar because uh, my old Hypersloth guitar, right? The one that Maple is that guitar's name, just so you know. Oh, Maple. You like that? Yeah. I came up with that way back when, when I first got old Maple. Oh, I was shucks. a virgin. She de-virginized my fingers. Made them bleed. You would have thought it was the other way around, but it wasn't. Maple's but, good But um, it's The bridge is coming up, right? The bridge is, like, delaminated. Mm. So, from not being properly stored, I'm guessing, because right. it gets dry here in the winter. 
And I just wondered how much shit like that cost. And I was like, maybe I'll just get the whole fucking thing set up. And then I did. I, I actually talked to a guy at Guitar Center, and he's like, sometimes, man, it's just not even worth doing. You know, could be like 150 bucks to fix that guitar. And I'm like, I don't really give a fuck about the money, dude. I'm not here to buy a new fucking, I'm not, you know, I'm not buying a new guitar. I like this guitar. It's just. Guitar yeah. Center people are douche fucking bags is my assumption. I, I, I'm guessing. Oh, they're they just are. like, they're they know-it-alls. They about music. They're know-it-alls. I, I sent you that video, I think, of the guy who takes care of Willie Nelson's guitar, which is this old yeah. piece of shit. And yeah. they're, like, putting little splints and, like, yeah. gluing all this stuff. He's, like, gluing little fucking pieces of, like, fiberglass right. into cracks. You should be able to take your guitar. guitar, no matter what it is, to Guitar Center and be like, I want this set up. And you shouldn't have to deal with a smug, well, you sometimes you just right. don't. Just be like, right. fucking That's A, we'll get it set up for you, sir. I should have been like, you know who the fuck I am? You know who this fucking guitar is? This is Maple, you fucking cocksucker. <laughs> and he'd be like, no, this isn't Maple. This is Ebony, and it's even a oh, low-grade no. <laughs> Ebony. And there's not even enough lacquer here. It's worn down. And so why don't you look at one of these other guitars we have? Right. You can get this sweet Yamaha Y69 for fucking 300 bucks, dude. Dude, with guitar a- players are some of the, the smuggest motherfuckers out there, you know? Especially, like, the most awesome riff ever. Like, I don't, since I'm not the greatest guitar player, I just want to learn, like, a 12-second riff that I can just go rip inside fucking Guitar Center and just fucking drop the most expensive guitar on the ground and smash it and be like, fucking motherfuckers. You did. It's called Summer's Eve. That's pretty much both of those riffs. They just haven't heard it yet. Dude, that's an awesome song. We need to finish that up. By by us I mean you. I know. I've got the I've got the first topic. verse and the chorus. The problem is is uh You never get any Rufus time. No, goddamn Rufus time is seriously lacking in Rufus's life. How many Rufus how much Rufus time does a Rufus require to make something happen? Be- uh, at least a day of Rufus time. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. One Can't day. you send uh, the Mrs. Rufus and Rufus Jr. off to uh, like see Mrs. Rufus's mom for a day? Well, all, all expenses paid on Rufus. Well, that applies to every fucking thing. <laughs> I know, that's why I said. <laughs> but uh, uh yeah, no, I, I got it. It's a, I, I, I just home alone. I strum it and I do the humming and like. Mm-hmm. Because I can hear, like, the background vocals. I know there's at least, like, four background vocal tracks. Like, Holy shit. But I can't do it because I'm, well, uh... honestly, dude, there's always the shovel. When in doubt, look to the shovel. And I've got two. <laughs> a big shovel for big Mrs. Rufus and a little shovel for little Rufus Jr. This is true. Yes. You don't have to kill him, dude. Just knock him out for a day. Well, and if, you know... Accidents happen. You know what you do, dude? Here's what you do. You get a couple bottles of fucking cough syrup. You spike some fucking Kool-Aid. And then the the shovels are just a backup plan in case something does happen. I should have put it in the Jello since the boy ate most of the Jello. He's probably fucking climbing the walls with triple the sugar. Now with triple the sugar! (laughs) All right, now seriously, I gotta go. All All right, we'll talk to you soon. And, folks, give us a call next week. Sorry that uh, the stupid blog talk radio fucked up, but I could tell it was going to from the get-go. Well, don't know ways. One more howl. 
Yes. Thanks for listening. I'm Zach Rubis.